Hello everyone and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, we're going to be doing the usual, going to be going over some reactions to some of the big highlights from last week's matches, and then offering up our predictions for the final set of regular season matches of the Vanguard season. That sounds absolutely wild to say, but if you guys enjoy this one on YouTube, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we've been seeing some crazy support lately, and we're on the road to 500 subs uh, on the way there. Definitely getting close, so that's very exciting. And if you're on the audio platforms, be sure to drop a follow, drop a five-star review if you're able. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. And the support, like I said, has been awesome. We're approaching that 500 sub mark. That'd be cool to hit uh, maybe by the end of uh, Major 4 or something, heading into Champs at 500 subs would be super cool. So if you guys could help me achieve that goal, that'd be awesome. Uh, but without further ado, let's just let's just dive right into it. Um, we're going to start out by talking about some of the highlights from last week. Uh, there were some interesting matches, to say the least. Some teams that we definitely did not expect to beat other teams pulled it off. And then a couple teams we did not expect to lose ended up losing, maybe even going 0-2. Uh, going to start with FaZe. Uh, they beat Ultra in a pretty dominant fashion, and then they laid an egg against LAG, maybe testing out their map pool, but LAG kind of fried them. Uh, that's just kind of odd to see, but there's not a whole lot to talk about with FaZe. You know, they're maybe testing their map pool. I don't think uh, anybody doubts where they're going to be at uh, come champs time, come Major 4. We're probably going to see them on Sunday at both of them. Probably going to see them in a grand final at both, and maybe they'll complete, like, the first ever all second place, four at the Majors and then one at champs or something. But uh, FaZe, they ended up losing a match to, to LAG, like I said, but... That gives me about zero worry, although it is very odd that LAG is now 1-3 in, in the qualifiers and their only win is against FaZe, like the one you'd for sure expect them to lose, but FaZe 2-1 and one now, I'm not worried about them at all. still think we'll find them around on Sunday in the top four, and we'll probably find them around on Sunday in the top four uh, at Champs, so no worries with FaZe there. Um, however, one of the teams they beat Ultra, uh, kind of some worries there maybe. Uh, so far in this stage, they beat LAG in a close 3-2 and then lost to Ravens 3-1, and now they lose to FaZe uh, 3-0. So they're sitting at 1-2. and two. Um, Got a couple matches this week. I believe they do play Optic. So, uh, yeah, they play Optic and Breach. Obviously, Optic not playing great right now, but a, a tough team to beat regardless. And then Breach, uh, very hot right now, a very hot team. So Ultra are staring down the barrel of a potential 0-2 week, playing two good teams. Uh, and could easily be 1-4 and four in these qualifiers in the loser's bracket. And they're certainly not guaranteed a spot at champs. Uh, they're currently sitting in the top eight, but they're not like comfortably in it. Like if there were a couple teams to, to make a run at the major, Ultra could potentially find themselves out of champs, which would be wild because uh, we definitely see them as a team that deserves to be there and a team that has the potential to pull off some upsets and maybe find their way into the top four. I still think that they're going to make it, even if they go 0-2. I still think they likely make it because I don't see two of the teams from uh the bottom four uh, i guess really it's the bottom three now with paris eliminated i don't see two of uh, minnesota florida and new york all making super deep runs to pass up ultra uh maybe new york but it's harder for me to see that out of florida and minnesota so i think ultra are safe but they're definitely not like a guaranteed safe team like they're now in danger going one and two with a chance to lose two matches but i think one win this week would really help them out a lot uh, especially because going two and uh going two and three you know always does give you a chance to potentially make it into the winner's brackets because uh, some of those teams do end up making it based on like map count and tiebreakers and stuff. A couple other teams, Ravens, go 2-0 and over Minnesota and Florida. I had said last week in the predictions, I believe I predicted them to go 1-1. One one. I think I had them losing to Minnesota, but I said these are two very winnable matches for London. Uh, two teams that, you know, Minnesota and Florida are maybe middle of the pack right now. Like they're beatable teams. 
So it'd be big for London to get these two wins. And uh, they were also basically a team that we pretty much knew was locked in. They were at 160 points going into the week, but getting two wins and getting up to 180 and almost positioning themselves they're five points off a of third place with the surge going on to this week so uh london big week basically solidified themselves at champs once again not actually clinched the only two teams that are clinched are phase and optic but uh london at 180 really positioning themselves for uh basically they need a massive collapse and a lot of things to go uh against them for them to not qualify so that was a big 2-0 week that also puts them at 3-0 for the stage i believe uh, which obviously secures them a winner's bracket spot so big for london uh they're making moves and they're looking a lot better so that's good to see uh, on the other hand of that, though, the teams that they beat, Minnesota and Florida, really cost themselves a lot. Um, this is just a bad, bad week for those two because when we do look at the standings, they're sitting tied for ninth right now with 120. And since each other lost, uh, a win could have jumped one over the other and given themselves the upper hand uh, and put one of them at 130 with a win. And at 130, you're only five points behind LAG at 135 and even only 10 points behind Thieves at 140. Um, so that would have really positioned one of them to have the upper hand over the other down in the bottom four and gotten them that much closer and a winnable match because Boston, obviously they do look very, very, very good right now, but you know, you still think for a team like Minnesota, especially that we've seen look very good recently, you would, you'd think they'd be able to take out a Boston team. They're not an unbeatable team, even though they are hot, but, uh, or excuse me, I'm saying Boston Ravens, uh, the Ravens do look very good, but they're definitely not like an unbeatable team. As we know, this hot streak hasn't been too long for them. They were really struggling before this. So um, for a team like Florida and Minnesota to not be able to pull off a win versus London, who is also a beatable team, this was kind of toss-up matches. Uh, so for them not to win it and position themselves a little better really sucks for them. Uh, now the team I started talking about prematurely, the Breach, uh, they had a great week. They take down the Surge in a kind of an upset match because we were thinking maybe Surge are vying for that top spot before they laid an egg this week. And then LAG, a team that they should beat, to go 2-0. Uh, they look good right now. I mean, man, do they look good. They, they're 3-1 and one with that random dud match, the Thieves, that they got smoked in. And other than that, they've beaten Surge and Optic. LAG, you know, a team they should beat, but they beat Surge and Optic, arguably two of the top three teams in the game. They look very good right now. Uh, Vivid has improved this team, it seems like. Nero is playing like a flat-out superstar these past few matches. Uh, and I, you know... Some people don't like to admit when they're wrong, but when somebody proves me wrong, I love that. I love when somebody proves me wrong and like says, you know what, obviously I don't think Nero heard me talking about it or anything, but uh, I was kind of saying like, you know, I don't know, I feel like maybe Nero or like TJ should have been the one dropped. I, I kind of settled on Nero. Like I like Cap's potential and I like the slaying upside of like a Cap vivid duo. And Nero is like saying, you know what, that was a stupid take out of you, Ryan. I'm shutting you up right now because man, he has been unbelievable these last couple weeks. He is looking like one of the best players in the game over these last couple weeks obviously not really ready to call him one of the best players in this title because um he was rather inconsistent before this good little run he's had here but right now over these past couple weeks he has been one of the best in that time period like he is frying he's really helped them improve their control game he looks very good in that game mode and overall just looks great um he's proven me wrong kind of like uh when i was talking about negatively on bands last year and he goes out and wins at events i'm like you know what I'll never talk negatively about Bance again. You know, I'm not ready to say that with Nero because he hasn't gone out and won an event or anything, but man, he's definitely bought some time for me to ever criticize him because he has looked great. And like I said, I love when people prove me wrong when I was saying, you know, maybe Nero should have been the one dropped and he immediately came out and proved that I was wrong because he has been frying. So I'm happy to say I was wrong about that because the kid is realizing his potential and there's nothing better to see than um, 
a young talented player realizing his potential so shout out to Nero shout out to Boston they look very good and um, could make this whole major four and champs run down the end of the stretch look very interesting as they start to hit form and you know maybe some other teams start to hit form but Boston looking really good Uh, on the other end of that though surge what happened um i last week called them a team that's potentially fighting for that best team in the game spot with uh, the likes of like an optic and a phase uh, with the recent optic struggles and them kind of getting used to illy again i was kind of given that title to maybe phase or surge to fight for it i call them potentially the best team in the game then they go 0-2 against nysl and breach now this is different uh this is a different 0-2 than going 0-2 against like Paris and LAG or something like if they were to do that it'd be like wow this is really ugly but I guess at the least if you want to justify it a little bit at least they lost to NYSL and Breach arguably the two hottest teams in the game right now the Breach look very very good like I said and NYSL is scorching hot they needed to go either like 4-1 and or 5-0 and and then like win the event or finish right at the top and they are currently 4-0 um so they're obviously a really hot team but like surge we were expecting them to be one of the best teams in the game coming off that win like we were saying they have a chance to to be that number one team for the time being and then they go 0-2 this week like i said it's not like crazy to think about because you know this is vanguard first of all it's it's so random but also like they're playing two pretty good teams but man surge disappointed to see them go 0-2 because we really thought you know they come out they beat two good teams this week and they could solidify themselves as you know one of those those dominant forces to be reckoned with down the stretch here and now uh, teams maybe aren't fearing them as much so kind of tough scenes for the surge uh nysl 2-0 against optic and surge like i said coming into this week we thought uh for sure these are two of our top three teams optic and surge and nysl go 2-0 against them they are hitting form they're 4-0 they look fantastic i uh, believe who do they have a match with this week um they end up playing thieves so a very winnable match they could end up going 5-0 um they look fantastic uh but it'll really be a shame if they don't end up making it to champs they're definitely not guaranteed by any means they're sitting in like what 11th right now um it'll really be a shame if they don't make champs though but after starting 4-0 they only have themselves to blame if they don't they did what they needed to do they got their four wins be good for them to get their five but if they end up just like flopping out at the major and not making it well it sucks because they've looked so good and they probably uh not probably they are for sure a top eight team at this point um so they should be at champs like if we were to just take the top eight teams currently right now they would be one of them for sure but they only have themselves to blame if they go four and one or five and oh again uh or not again but if they go four and oh uh or four and one or five and oh geez I'm struggling here um and they don't end up making it they only have themselves to blame because that means they probably bottomed out in another major and just didn't perform and that would make it four for four on majors of them just bottoming out and not performing so uh they really only have themselves to blame at that point but really hope they're able to make the run because right now they definitely look like a team that is a potential top four team based on uh the recent the recent form we've seen them in so it'd be really nice to see them potentially make it but they still do have to finish this run i feel like people are kind of overacting a little bit and being like new york is like so good they have a chance to win champs well they still have to close out at the land and get there although it is their homeland and it is crim and i i, I do feel you know crim seems to always tend to get it done especially on land so i have a feeling they're going to make that run but um still definitely not out of the woods yet because if you go and look at um the standings right now they're sitting at 110 points and like we said that cutoff right now for eight is 135 so they still have some work to do still got to get that win to get to 120 this week and then you know make a run at the major to add some points onto there and potentially make it but uh gonna be tough scenes if nysl does sneak in because i can't imagine they would get much higher than like seven eight uh for champs i feel like it'd probably be pretty hard for them to get to five or six 
um, almost impossible for them to get to four. So you'd expect them to probably be like a seven or an eight if they do make it six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. So one of those top three teams, uh, Ravens could make the jump, but if like it's surge phase optic in whatever order at the top, man, it's going to be tough if uh, New York ends up getting that seven or eight, because they're probably a lot better team than you'd expect to play from those bottom seeds. But big week for New York and huge for them to beat two of our top three teams coming into this week. Last team I want to talk about here, Optic. Uh, they go one on one, uh, one and one in the week. They beat Paris, obviously, so not uh, anything crazy there that's expected. They beat them three uh, one, and then they do lose three one to New York. Also, not crazy unexpected to me. Uh, I did end up picking Optic in the three two because I really went for the toss up, and I, I explained kind of my theory behind that uh, a little bit last week, where I just basically pick Optic and Phase almost in every match unless I have like a weird feeling about it, just because they are so much better in terms of um, series win loss record than every other team. So it's almost hard not to pick them because they do win so many more series in comparison to the other teams in the league, uh, specifically this year, but, uh, they lose to NYSL just, they look overall a little bit sloppy, a little bit out of sync, which kind of is expected because they are just working Illy back into the lineup for like the first time. Um, but it still is a little concerning because you never want to see a team limp into champs and they definitely have a potential. I think they still have a possibility if they probably like three Oh or something, to end up making it as like a seven or eight seed for the major but right now they're sitting in losers at one and three so they need a little bit of help but they do have a lot of map wins so that should help them out um to potentially make it into winners uh and they have a date with uh who was it ultra this week so not not the easiest match in the world ultra could definitely pull off an upset on them um but just a little sloppy, but once again, something that you kind of expect to see as Illy gets worked in. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. Uh, I think it'll be fine, Optic fans, if you're listening. I think it'll be fine. I think um, it's maybe a little concerning because you never want to see your team limping to champs, like I said. But I do think they'll be fine with time, and we'll see them you know, solidify themselves again as one of those top three teams, top four teams here coming in the major. Especially if they get in the winner's bracket, I could see them making a run. Uh, and I still see them coming into champs strong as one of those, you know, favorite three or four teams to take it home, but it's just going to maybe take a little time to work Illy back in. Hopefully it doesn't take too long where they just get like first rounded at the major and kind of limp into champs, um, with a bad performance, uh, bad taste in their mouth, but I think optic will be fine. Just going to take a little bit of time. Uh, last little piece of news here before we dive into predictions for next week, temp kind of tweeted that he may potentially be done for the year. Like he just can't, uh, can't take it with the way things have been going, which I really feel for the guy because he has all year basically been talked about as one of the best players in this game. Um, maybe not like anything crazy like top five because of how poor his team has been performing, but you know, people have been talking about him as one of the top players in the game. He's looked so good this year and he just, you know, can't catch a break because man, his team has really been bad. Um, this tweet from CDL Intel here that I've got up, uh, they're saying temp could be done for the season. Paris have two matches next week and then major four, obviously no champs for them. Um, it's been a hundred days since Paris won a regular season match. And this is getting recorded on July 5th. Uh, and this tweets from July 3rd. It's been a hundred days since Paris won a regular season match. And they're now two and 20 on the season in series record. So they haven't won a match in a hundred days. Now over a hundred days, they're two and 20 overall, just an absolutely horrendous non-competitive record. Uh, they showed little flashes. I'm pretty sure, um, they won a match on LAN at, was it against Ravens maybe? Um, at the Minnesota major, I was in the, uh, in the crowd screaming for Donnie, you know, cheering on Paris. I remember that. I'm pretty sure I was at the land. I think, uh, don't call me on that. I'm pretty sure they did win a match there, but I, I think I was there for one of Paris's two wins this year. And then I'm assuming their other one had to be, uh, an online league match, but they are two and 20, uh, just feel bad for temp. He may not play these last two matches in the major. Um, 
just really sucks to see temp you know going through this because i can't imagine this is very easy on his mental game because man it's got to be brutal to just go into every series knowing you just stand no chance you're gonna get fried even though you're frying uh, like i believe in one of those series you had like a 1.3 1.4 just mega cooking and he just still can't win a map they can't win a series it's just it's it's got to be so frustrating i really feel for the guy i can't imagine uh if i was in that situation my mental game would probably be fried as well so sucks for him um I believe, yeah, he'll probably be done for the year unless he decides to just play it out and, you know, take one more crack at playing a land uh, and see if they can win a match or something, um, play spoiler, but I don't think he can get signed. I guess maybe technically they can, they're still going to have like a little bit of a roster move period before champs, before they have like a roster lock. So like maybe he could be picked up, but I don't see a team like picking him up for champs. Uh, even if they're, I guess, first of all, I don't know what the rules are on that yet and like how much time they still have to pick somebody up, but the only way I can really see is if somebody's absolutely limping into champs and is just struggling and uh, has a desperation pickup of him. But Temp probably done for the year. Sucks to see for his sake. Um, but hopefully he is able to bounce back and get off of Paris next year so he can, you know, make some noise. Um, been talking about the standings a lot, so I wanted to quick read those off before predictions just so you know where we're headed. Um, first of all, the major four standings. You've got uh, Subliners in first. London uh, and Breach tied with 30 in second. Uh, I guess they're not really tied because they go map win, so I'll just read off the order here. New York, London, Breach, Thieves, FaZe, Florida, Surge, Rocker are in winner's bracket currently. Then down in loser's bracket, we've got Ultra, Gorillas, Optic, and Legion. Um, so those are the standings for major four qualifiers. And then overall for the season standings, right now for the teams and champs, we've got FaZe 1, Optic 2, and those are the only two teams that are officially clinched. Uh, then at three, you've got Surge, and four, you've got Ravens. Those teams are pretty much, I would say, locked in unless some absolutely crazy happens. They could drop out technically, but uh, they're pretty much locked in. Uh, Breach at five, also pretty much locked in unless some wild stuff happens. And then where we get to the teams that are really still, you know, in the running to potentially be eliminated um, or more likely, I guess, to fall out is six Ultra, seven Thieves, and eight Gorillas, and then tied for ninth. At 120, we've got Minnesota and Florida, and then 11th is Subliners, and then 12th, the only team currently eliminated from champs, is the Paris Legion. So there are the standings as we head in. Kind of keep that in mind. You know, some teams are really playing uh, for their seating and, you know, for their champs' lives this coming weekend. Um, so let's just dive right into the predictions right away um, and not wait any longer. First day of matches, you know, we got the typical three Friday matches. It looks like we've also got some bounty matches this week, which I know uh, how a lot of the fans feel about that. They're not really a fan, but we do have some of those this week. First match on Friday is Phase Ravens. This is a rather interesting one, maybe more interesting than it would have been a few weeks ago, because obviously we know Phase pretty dominant team, like always. And Ravens, you know, really struggled for the last couple of stages, but overall in this stage, they look very good. So this becomes a much more intriguing matchup because the Ravens are 3-0 and and, you know, could potentially be playing for a one seed, depending on how things go with subliners. Ravens probably going to win their final match of the week, in my opinion. So I do think they have four wins. And if, if they're somehow able to take out phase, that would probably likely put them at five and oh, since they play LAG later in the week and could potentially lock up a one seat for them. If, you know, thieves are able to pull off the upset on subliner. So kind of a big match and especially a big match because uh, Ravens not technically qualified for champs. So all the points they can get uh, really stack up and really help them out a lot. However, I do think phase still uh, wins this one. Technically they are, um, maybe not locked into winner's bracket for this specific major major four because they are two and one so there's there's a world where they you know maybe lose both matches go two and three and somehow fall out uh, i do think phase is going to be testing matt pool but not enough to lose both series this week uh, i think they're going to end up winning this one 
and I'll go in a 3-1 fashion. Uh, I think Ravens can take off a map. Wouldn't be shocked to see Ravens take two uh, or maybe a little map pull test from FaZe and uh, they somehow find a way to lose or something. But definitely leaning FaZe here. It's hard to pick against them ever. Um, but Ravens right now are a hotter team than, than maybe we thought coming into this match. So they do have a decent chance, but still going FaZe 3-1. Next match, um, it's basically like a, a FaZe match where I pretty much pick them every time unless maybe they're playing Optic because Optic has their number this year. Uh basically have to pick against paris i mean they're two and 20 like i said haven't won a series in over 100 days so it's florida versus paris now granted florida our team i don't have a lot of confidence in uh i think if donnie doesn't play this is probably a 3-0 for florida i just have an odd feeling you know donnie's gonna keep playing and gonna really try his hardest out here so i'm actually gonna go 3-2 florida i have no idea why i probably shouldn't pick paris to win two maps because they never do but if donnie's playing i'm gonna say paris is gonna find a way to win two maps and then get their heart broken again and uh you know losing a map five or something and then they lose three two to florida but if donnie's not playing i'm probably going three oh but regardless picking florida here uh although paris has potential to really play spoiler this week because they do play florida and minnesota granted probably going to lose both but those are the two teams that are sitting at 120 and are both 15 points out of champs right now so if paris uh ever wanted to play spoiler now is the time they could hold these two out of champs with them and like say you're coming with me you're not going to the big dance or something but uh, going to Florida 3-2 in kind of a shocker that Paris could win two maps. Then we've got Surge Rocker. This is also a big match. Um, obviously, like I said, everything for Rocker is a big match right now. Not as much for Seattle because they're probably basically locked into champs with 185 points being in third place right now. But big match for them in terms of their major four um, placing because they're currently, what, one and two now and they also play phase this week so if, if they end up losing that uh that really puts them in a top position and could potentially put them in losers bracket for this major um and obviously like i said big match for minnesota as they try to qualify however i'm gonna say we're gonna see a bounce back from surge here and we're gonna see them win uh in a three to one fashion i think maybe minnesota take the search but uh, these are two very good search teams, so I expect that to be a battle uh, and a fun one to watch. But going to go search 3-1, I think we see a bounce back. Uh, hard to believe they could find a way to lose three matches in a row coming off that win uh, in the major. But we saw LAG do it and really struggle following a major win. So maybe search can do it, but uh, I have faith in them to bounce back. I still think they're probably a top three team. Maybe just had a struggle weekend. They did play two pretty good and pretty hot teams last week. Moving into Saturday, we've got another Paris match in the first one. It is a bounty match, so maybe a little bit extra for them to play for. However, I don't think it's going to matter much. I'm going to go Rocker in a 3-0 fashion because I always say it every week, boys and girls. Uh, we got to pick some 3-0s because uh, they always seem to happen and probably always seem to happen more than you would think. Like It always seems like there's more 3-0s than you'd expect. Uh, so I'm going to go with Minnesota here because Paris seemed like the easy candidate to pick a 3-0 against. Um, then we've got kind of a banger matchup in my opinion. Maybe some of you guys don't think this is as good, uh, but to me, this has a game five written all over it. It's Breach Ultra. Um, you know, if you're a Breach fan, you're listening. I said this last week, but if you are a Breach fan, you should be begging right now for me to pick uh, against them because whatever I pick Boston to do, they do the opposite. It's like a known fact. Boston and Florida are the two teams. Whatever I pick, like if you're a Boston or a Florida fan, uh, every time I pick one of their matches, you better beg that I pick against them um, because whatever I do, they do the opposite. So if I pick them to win, they're going to lose. And if I pick them to lose, they're going to win because whatever reason, Boston and Florida just do that to me. Um, but this is a Boston Toronto matchup. You guys know, I always seem to just have faith in Toronto. I just like don't lose faith in them for whatever reason. Cause I like how fundamentally sound they are. And I really like the players in this team. However, 
they're not looking great right now and boston is looking like one of the hottest teams i really 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 want to pick ultra in this especially because i'm going map five you guys know how i feel about ultra and search and destroy i think they're one of the best teams always uh and always a hard out but i'm gonna go boston three two here uh i sound reluctant because every time i pick boston they lose so i just don't have that much confidence in them but they do look to be one of the hottest teams in the game i just gassed up nero for proving me wrong so i think i gotta go with them but i do think this has a potential game five written all over it because like i said ultra are probably fighting for their life and really know they need this match uh and this win because first of all they're getting closer and closer to you know getting on that edge of being uncomfortable for champs especially if they start in losers bracket at the major and with them playing optic later in the week that's a very tough match uh and a very losable one probably one that they're um the underdog in and most likely to lose so uh, against a hot boston team they're gonna have to try to find a way to get to two and two to really give themselves a good chance to qualify uh, otherwise if they're one and three playing optic later that might be basically a qualifying match for those two teams but going boston three two here but i think this has uh banger potential in that series then the marquee match of the day kind of wild that the last match uh, surge phase seems like more of a marquee match to me but mountain dew marquee match uh, of the day is thieves mutineers um this is kind of another weird one because uh, if you look at it here we've got uh, thieves who are two and one on the stage mutineers who are one and two uh, and obviously thieves towards the bottom in seventh place in our overall standings and mutineers right below them trying to claw their way in so this is a pivotal match uh, in terms of champs qualifications oh boy like i said if i pick against uh florida they always find a way uh to win and i think i'm gonna pick against them uh, again, so Florida, fan, Florida fans, excuse me, get hyped because uh, I just picked against them again. I'm going to go Thieves in a 3-1. Florida doesn't seem to go map 5 much. Uh, I don't hate the construction of the new Florida team, but I also don't have a ton of faith in them. Uh, and Thieves have looked overall pretty good in this stage. Uh, once again, these are two teams that are very hard to predict because they are very up and down squads that are almost unpredictable. Some days they look like they're a top 4 team, and then other days they look like they don't belong uh, at champs. So two very unpredictable teams, but two teams i also don't have much faith in their search um i have more faith in florida search than i did before just because they have major maniac and that guy is so icy that uh, i'll always give him a chance to win a search and destroy no matter how bad his teammates perform um but this is just a weird matchup for me but i'm going thieves just because i feel like i trust their respawn game a little more uh and for that reason i go three one thieves uh then we've got a banger match to end the day which probably should be the marquee match it's also a bounty match though so maybe that's the reason they didn't make it uh, the marquee match. But we got phase surge. Uh, you know, you know, my golden rule of predictions is basically to always pick with phase because they win so much of a majority of their matches that to pick against them is just going way against the odds uh, for really no reason because they're pretty much a lock or a very decent chance to win any of their matches unless it's against Optic this year. Um, but Surge also kind of have FaZe's number. If they don't beat them uh, this year and even really the past couple years, even when they sucked in Cold War, you know, they beat them at the end of the year and stuff. Um, and even when they haven't beat them this year, like the Major I was at, that went to a Game 5 round 11 in Winner's Bracket in that series that Mac got sick there at Major 2. So Surge, even if they don't, you know, beat FaZe, they seem to always play them tight. They beat them in a Grand Final. Uh, however... I don't know. I, I want to pick against FaZe for once here. I might do it. Uh, I do think FaZe are going to beat Royal Ravens to go to 3-1, and one, so that locks them into the winner's bracket. I was about to say, however, I want to pick FaZe, but the more I stare at this matchup, I want to go a little bold and pick Surge. Let's say Surge in a 3-2. They seem to have FaZe's number, uh, and 
you know, I expect this to be a very close match. Am I going to be surprised if FaZe wins? No, I'm never surprised if FaZe wins. Uh, I could see FaZe at 0-4 in a stage, and I wouldn't be surprised if they'd go out uh, and win that last match and, like, make a run at the tournament or something. Like, never can count FaZe out. Uh, I'm going Surge in a 3-2 here, but um, kind of a wild pick just off a gut feeling because FaZe probably are the smarter team to pick with how consistent they are, but I'm going to go Surge in a 3-2 just, just for a little fun here. Uh, then going into the final day of matches, the final day of regular season matches for this entire season. That's wild to think about. Uh, only four majors this year compared to the five majors, if you're wondering why I'm saying that. Uh, and didn't know about that little format change. That's why only four majors this year in the CDL. Uh, and on this final day of matches, we've got Gorillas versus Ravens. Uh, a pivotal game for Gorillas because they are one and three. Who knows? They could be eliminated from winner's bracket contention by this time, depending on you know how the other games go the first two days. But uh, could potentially be playing for their winner's bracket life at two and three if they win this one, which for them could be crucial. You know, Ravens already have it locked up because they have three wins coming into this week. But, you know, a winner's bracket spot for LAG could be crucial because they're just barely hanging on to that final spot right now by 15 points. And, you know, if they're able to win this match, that puts them at 145 and then also gives them that, you know, a little cushion of being in the winner's bracket rather than just being a one and done in loser's bracket. Uh, gives them a little cushion, maybe allows them to win a couple more matches and hold on to their seating. But this is an absolutely pivotal match for Gorillas. I feel like uh, if they lose this match, I don't think they're going to make it to champs because that would knock them down with 135 into losers round one and, you know, give them the potential to just be first rounded and not gain anything uh, and keep them at 135, which I don't think will be enough to make it to champs unless all those other teams like Florida, Minnesota, uh, and NYSL just all just lay an egg at the tournament. That's like the only way that's possible for LAG to still qualify with two losses. So, Absolutely pivotal match for them here. I think Ravens are 3-1 and one and want a better seat coming into this. I actually think this is going to be closer than maybe a lot of people think. Uh, I don't think Ravens, I'm ready to call them back into their stage one form because I want to see a little bit more out of them, uh, more than just three matches. I think this is going to go map five. Uh, and I like London in a 3-2, but I really think LAG has a little more upset potential here than people might think. Second match of the day is Optic Ultra, kind of a classic. You know, in Cold War, Ultra really had Optic's number. Uh, Optic not struggling as much with many teams this year as, you know, for a while there, they look like the best team in the game. Um, probably a must win here for Ultra. They're likely 1-3 uh, and three coming into this one with a loss to Boston. Even if they're not, they're 2-2, two and two, you know. You don't want to lose to go to 2-3 and because that puts you in danger of obviously being a loser's bracket, like I said. Uh, I do think they're going to lose here. Kind of like that golden rule, don't pick against FaZe or Optic. I know I picked against FaZe once this week, but that's because they're playing another potential other top three team. You know, went with the gut feeling. I do think Ultra can pull off this upset here, kind of like I said with NYSL last week. For me, it's hard to pick against Optic because of what their win-loss record looks like. They do win so many more matches than they lose, and they're desperate for a win here because uh, they could, I guess, be eliminated from winner's bracket uh, contention, you know, based on the way it shakes out, just like LAG in the match before. But if they're at all alive, I expect them to come go, uh, you know, go hard for the day and potentially try to go for a 3-0 if they need it uh, for map count and stuff because... I think a 3-0 on map count on this match would put them at 10 and 10, even though they're two and three uh, in terms of series count. But I'm picking Optic to win this one 3-1. I certainly can see a world where Toronto can upset because, like I said, Toronto's so strong in search and destroy. I could take them, uh, could see them taking that map two and then you know rolling out. But I think Optic's a little too strong in control. I think they'll have a very tough week of of practice. I think they're gonna kind of try to lock in, you know, because. Um, they see that you know they're not just gonna be able to win off talent. Like teams are gonna beat them in Vanguard. Uh, with how mixy it can be and how random teams are going to beat them. They're not just going to be able to out-talent everyone, so they're going to have to get in the lab this week. I think they're going to do that. Uh, I can see a world where Toronto's able to take, you know, two searches and steal one of the respawns or something. That's, like, the the way I see them winning this series if they do, but 
Uh, I think Optics are just going to be too strong in control and then find a way to take either two of the hard points or maybe a mat five if it goes there. But the way I see this series shaking out is um, Ultra either winning uh, the map one or the map two and Optic winning the other three uh, to make it a 3-1. Then the final match of the week, another marquee match here. Uh, Subliners, Thieves, another absolutely crucial one. Like I said, with Thieves on the year sitting at... Uh, 140 points, barely hanging on uh, to the seven spot, and then subliners at 110. This could be a big swing if subliners go to 120 and keep the thieves at 140. Uh, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think the subliners are going to win. I think they're going to take out uh, thieves, improve to five and zero, be the one seed, most likely unless Ravens, you know, go five and zero and beat them overall uh, with the tiebreakers. That's like the only way they couldn't be one seed at five and zero. But I think the the subliners are going to improve to 5-0, and oh, take them out, get to 120, and then, you know, probably going to be the one seed, I guess, maybe the two seed, and have their best chance they've had to make a run at a tournament uh, as one of the highest overall seeds and make their run to champs. And at that point, if they don't make it, it's their fault. But I'm going subliners in a 3-1 fashion over the Thieves. Um, I feel like subliners are just red hot right now, and Thieves, you know, they look pretty good, but they're just so inconsistent that against one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the league right now in subliners, it's hard to pick against them uh, for a team like Thieves that... We just never know what thieves we're going to get on the day. So that's the final set of predictions uh, for the regular season of the Vanguard season. That sounds absolutely wild to say. I want to thank you guys all for, you know, the journey this year. We're definitely not done. This sounds like I'm like wrapping up for a break. We're definitely not done. We've obviously got predictions to do for the major and uh, some, you know, player tier rankings, maybe going into champs and then the champs predictions and all the talks about champs. And then we get into the off season of roster mania and kind of more random COD history type podcasts. Uh, and like roster mania rumor mill kind of stuff so we've got plenty more to go um on the year this is definitely not a wrap-up but want to thank you guys for all the support through these regular season matches seems wild that here we are uh with the end of them but you know the best time of year for the call of duty season is coming up we've got a major and then we've got champs shortly after so so excited for that um that's gonna do it for this one though like i said i'll probably be on the lookout for some reactions to these uh matches and then a predictions episode for the major and then maybe we'll finally throw out that player tier list before the major uh, maybe we'll do like a before the major and then how it looks after the major and see how drastically it could change depending on maybe some surprise performances or something maybe we'll do like an all of the players tier list um for the players you know currently playing because then we can have those bottom four teams still in there and then following the major we'll do like hey here are the teams that qualify for champs here's a player tier list heading to champs or something uh something that like that where it's still fresh in our mind from the major um so maybe be on the lookout for that don't know if the one before the major will for sure come but we're we'll definitely be doing one after the major so be on the lookout for that and then you know like i said regular scheduled content next week with reactions and then predictions for um that major four so super excited i hope you guys enjoyed the matches this weekend i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh if you did and you're on youtube be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe i know i've said it a few times the last few weeks but we're almost at 500 subs i'd really appreciate it if we could hit that that's kind of like uh the biggest milestone yet obviously um i'd be very grateful if you guys could help me achieve that uh, and help this channel achieve that and then if you're on the audio platforms uh be sure to leave a review if you're able leave a five-star review uh drop a like on there drop a follow um, I greatly appreciate all the support. I know I say it all the time, but I really do mean it. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening, and I will see you in the next one. Peace out, everyone.